Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Lloyd Matheson. Of course, yesterday, President Joe Biden announced that he would tap into the United States Strategic Oil Reserve to help ease the pricing on petroleum and help everybody out at the pump just a little bit. Uh, It's a significant amount, million barrels a day. And uh, while many say, okay, that's a a good thing, it's also a challenging thing. Uh, There was a lot of finger pointing and placing blame going around. Uh, And one thing in particular that caught our attention was the president's uh, pointing at the oil companies, the energy companies, saying you have all kinds of leases, you have all kinds of permits, uh, you should, you need to act on those or lose them. And really interesting, before the president actually made that announcement yesterday, Utah Congressman Blake Moore had actually introduced a bill uh, designed to actually make it easier for those who have those leases and acquired those to actually be able to use them. That was the part that President Biden left out in his comments yesterday. Inside Sources had the opportunity to sit down with Congressman Blake Moore to talk about his bill, what was in it, and how it related to what the president said yesterday. Uh, he took some issue with the president's plan to release the million barrels a day from the strategic uh, oil reserve. First thing is to, to, to announce that we're going to just go back to our reserves again. It's ridiculous. We can't keep relying on our reserves as our strategy. He's done that a few times just in the last while, six months even, and it's not a, a sound strategy to move forward. We haven't had to do that in previous presidencies, Obama and Trump. We haven't had to necessarily do that, especially when it becomes bad politically. Uh, and that's the important part is uh, it's, it's okay as a bridge, uh, not so good as a becoming energy independent strategy. And I think that's what Congressman Moore was getting at was, look, fine, we have to deal with these things from time to time. But as a strategy, it's not there. Uh, that's just kind of trying to make things hurt a little less in the short run. Uh, but we have to look at the long-term implications and the long-term action. Uh, President Biden, of course, as I mentioned, has pointed fingers at the oil companies for the high gas prices, accusing them of not using the leases on federal lands uh, while taking in record profits. Congressman Moore sees that very differently, and this is important. Take a listen. I spoke to the Salt Lake Chamber about this uh, a couple days ago. President Biden took an extreme measure, measure that hadn't been taken in previous Democrat presidents to, to establish the secretarial order, which put a moratorium on leases on federal lands and waters, and it canceled the Keepstone Pipeline. These things were a clear sign that says we're completely moving away from this. And yeah, there's a gap right now that there's availability and more production capability, and the industry is, is trying to do that. To go out and start shifting blame, it's completely disingenuous, and it's not telling the actual truth. So what the congressman was pointing towards was a bill that he's currently running in Congress, which he believes will speed up gas and oil development on those federal land leases that the president mentioned. To require the, D- the DOI, Department of Interior, to issue any pending permits that have successfully completed environmental analysis and, and any other required review within 30 days of enactment. We believe that's a fair timeline. And then just simply two other things 
It's a de- it's submitting the DOI to submit a detailed report to Congress on the status of nominated parcels uh, for future lease sales, uh, the number of APDs, which is again the application for permitting, and and for them to publish the number of pending and approved permitting applications and expressions of interest for for these parcel nominations. So this was a thing that the president did not mention yesterday. Uh, he talked about there being these uh, 9,000 leases for oil drilling on federal lands that weren't being used. Uh, but what he failed to mention was that almost 25% of those are tied up because of federal court challenges. So they are in the courts. Uh, there are another big chunk of them that are stuck in environmental studies uh, that keep coming back around. And they there's a very slow walk process going on many of these where they work their way through and then they go back and find one more little thing. And then you work through the little thing and then there's four more little things uh, and it stretches it out. And so there's a, a big chunk of these leases. Yes, they've been granted. Uh, but the process, the review process, uh, can take years, which can, in some cases, end up costing those companies more than it's going to be worth to actually execute them in the end. Congressman Moore gave us an example of a project in uh, Uinta uh, that has him and others frustrated for these very reasons. You know, we have built great relationships with Army Corps of Engineers, Surface Transportation Board, gone down the list and done the hard work to make sure that we move this along. And we continually come up with these little snippets of, of red tape that that seem to just delay this and delay this even though it's a fully sound project that's gone through the review process the environmental review process to the tilt it's ready to go and we just keep coming up with delays and 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 that's where i find president biden's communication to be the most disingenuous Representative Moore talked about the the red tape and a little more specifics uh, and how companies run into this perpetual little red tape problem when they're trying to actually use these federal leases that the president is saying they should use or lose. The regulation that exists, even if there is a lease, getting a permit is still incredibly difficult. And to navigate that is where the big problem is. There are so many delay tactics that take place. And that is what this legislation that we've put for the Protecting Energy Independence and Transparency Act is to really articulate to the Department of Interior where we're focused, where you should be providing information and being transparent about why the delay? Why is this taking over 30 days? It shouldn't have taken over 30 days. It's gone through its environmental review. This needs to happen and be executed within 30 days. And you know, we've got a few different measures like that in this in this bill. Finally, uh, we talked about uh, why we need to produce the oil and gas here. Congressman had some interesting thoughts on that. When we invest in American energy, we are investing in an industry that does it better, that does it cleaner, that does it with more care for the environment than anywhere else in the world. And we've been able to be effective at reducing emissions. I want to promote that. So I, I think Representative Moore has, uh, is on something really important in this bill. Uh, because, yes, as, the, as he pointed out there at the end, uh, nobody's, nobody's going to produce in the short run, no one is going to produce oil and gas cleaner, cheaper, better, safer, better for the environment uh, than the United States of America. Uh, if you if you think that uh, Russia is worried about the environment or that China's worrying about the environment, uh, it it just is not. Uh, and so we should do this, and we should be independent. Having that energy independence is a big thing. Now let's avoid the fake fight and the false choice. This is not about you know putting an oil rig under delicate arch. Uh, this is about doing it responsibly. The president has said, "Look, there's nine thousand leases that have been granted out there, so let's use them." 
And what Representative Moore is saying, yes, Mr. President, we should use them. And we need to have some transparency as to why it takes so long and is becoming so difficult to use those leases. And so within this bill, again, new piece of legislation put out by Representative Blake Moore from here in Utah uh, requires that these uh, reviews be done in 30 days. And there's no reason they shouldn't. And if it does take longer, then fine. Tell everyone why. And there should be transparency so we have confidence in the process uh, so that we know it's not just being held up for one special interest group or another. But that, that there's a real process, that there's some real accountability. Uh, because it is. It's a challenge to me to hear the president blame it on oil companies that aren't using their leases when almost a quarter Almost a quarter of those leases are not being used because they are tied up in the courts. You, you, you can't sustain that. And it's it's uh, inappropriate for the pre- president to blame and point fingers at the oil companies when often it's that government red tape that's slowing it down and making it unprofitable for them to even begin that process because it takes so long. There's so much uncertainty that it will ever get passed in the end anyway. Great insight from Representative Moore. We'll watch that bill as it moves through Congress. we got to get to energy independence. And we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to do a little general conference weekend preview. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.